In the address that is delivered on this day, the blessings of Allah the Almighty upon the Ahmadiyya Muslim community is mentioned. Thus, in this regards, I am going to present some figures. By the grace of Allah the Almighty, this year, apart from Pakistan, the new chapters that have been established across the world, they number 329. Apart from these new chapters, there are 1060 new places where the seed of Ahmadiyyat was sown. And from amongst these newly established chapters, Congo Kinshasa is at the top of the list. Thereafter, chapters have been established in Tanzania, Republic of the Congo, Ghana, Nigeria, Senegal, Guinea-Bissau, Liberia, Niger, Benin, Guinea-Conakry, Mali, Togo, Sierra Leone, Rwanda, Ivory Coast, and Gambia. Likewise, there are an additional 25 countries that were in a few small chapters have been established or they are big in respect to their members. In regards to these newly established chapters, there are some incidents that come to surface which are faith-inspiring. A missionary from Guinea-Bissau writes that due to fierce opposition in the Dimbakavra area, the seed of Ahmadiyyat was not established there. The chief of this area, Sekou Balte Sahib, was invited to Jalsa Salani, UK. Sekou Balte Sahib says that in my area there was severe opposition of the Jamaat, which I should have stopped in my authority of being the chief. However, I also severely opposed the Jamaat. Yet, through the blessings of Jalsa and seeing Khalifatul Masih and listening to him has convinced me today that your Jamaat is true and today I announce that me and my followers 
of more than 400 people enter into the fold of the Jamaat. With the grace of Allah the Almighty, three new chapters have been established within this area. In the most northern part of Cameroon, there is a village by the name of Meme, where a Jamaat was established through MTA Arabia. This village is situated 80 kilometers from the village of Maura. We were able to contact them via the phone. Then Amwalim Abu Bakr Sahib went there along with two members of the Jamaat. They said that they were fully acquainted with the Jamaat. They were watching MTL Arabia for many years and they were well informed about the Jamaat. The Muallim further introduced the Jamaat to them and fixed a program to come again to meet them. And here, more than 100 people have taken the Pledge of Allegiance and entered into the fold of Ahmadiyyat. There are many incidents, however, I shall leave it aside because there is more of the report to present. The report that Amir Sahib Liberia has sent that in the village Soki town in Bomi County where our team went for the bleak, a time and date was set for an outreach program with the Imam of the village and the other chiefs of the village. The other rural areas were informed of this and the program took place at the appointed time. The advent of the Promised Messiah, peace be upon him, and his claim was mentioned in detail. The concept of Khilafat in the Jamaat and its efforts in outreach programs was mentioned. Likewise, he clarified the misunderstandings that are spread by the non-Ahmadis. Towards the end, the Imam of this village, Abdullah Sahib, said that today the truth has been manifested upon me and what we were initially told about the Jamaat, it was not very positive. He says that last time when you came and mentioned the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him and the Holy Quran, I was perplexed because we were informed that this Jamaat is against Islam and the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him. However, all your words revolve around the life of the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him and the Quranic teachings. Thus, by listening to these words, many people alongside him took the Pledge of Allegiance and entered into the fold of the Jamaat. Then there is a report of the newly built mosques and the acquired mosques that were granted to the Jamaat throughout the year, which have been presented before Allah the Almighty, and they collectively number 185, which include 129 that were newly built mosques, while 56 were acquired that had been built from before. And these mosques are in various countries of the world. Ghana has the most, then in Sierra Leone, Nigeria, Benin, Tanzania, Burkina Faso, Congo Kinshasa, Ivory Coast, Mali, Liberia, Gambia, 
गिनी बिसाओ नाइजर कैमरून युगेंडा सिनेगाल गिनी कनाकरी चाद बुरुंडी सेंट्रल अफ्रीकन रिपब्लिक केन्या टोगो रिपब्लिक ऑफ द कॉन्गो जैम्बिया साउथ ओमे दे हैव बीन एन इंक्रीज इन मॉस्क इन इंडिया एज वेल एंड ऑल्सो इन इंडोनेशिया बांग्लादेश नेपाल जर्मनी यूके फ्रांस एंड अमेरिका इन पाकिस्तान Upon the clamor of the mullahs the administration is bent upon desecrating our mosques and pulling down its minarets and Allah the Almighty is bestowing us with mosques across the globe and we are the ones that are promulgating the message of Islam <clears throat> The missionary of the Central African Republic writes that one day one rich businessman who was a muslim passed by our mosque and began to photograph the mosque upon asking him it was told to him that this mosque is of the ahmadiyya jamaat upon which he said that it is a very beautiful mosque he further said that you have called the builder from outside of the country and the cost was this much our member told him that this mosque did not cost more than 5 million to build he stated that in spite of the current inflation you have built a mosque at such a low cost Our clerics take 10 million to construct mosques like these and even then they are not finished but you have completed this in such a quick period Then there is a report of Belize that in the village of Belidan that is situated at a distance of 5 hours towards the north here the family of a new convert expressed their desire to have a mosque near their homes this family desired that they could learn much more about Islam They were told to search for a property for a mosque so they instantly presented their land and said that to construct the house of God on our land is a source of honor for us This family did not only present their land but they also dedicated one of their sons for the service of religion and now this youth is residing in the center and is preparing to enroll in Jamia Ahmadiyya In this manner Allah the Almighty is blessing us whilst constructing mosques fierce opposition is also met with benin jamaat reports that here in one region there is a village nati tutingo which was enabled to build a mosque of the jamaat The village is located 50 kilometers away from the Nati Tutingo mission which consists of a 46 kilometers track of unpaved extremely bad and mountainous paths. This village homes the Fulani people. A jamaat was established here in 2016 and there were over 150 baths that took place here. Here the jamaat is very firm and active. The president of the jamaat there presented a piece of land for the mosque there the central imam of the area tried to stop the construction of the mosque by scaring people and through other means anyhow he reported this matter to me tried to resolve this himself and also prayed in april by the grace of allah the almighty the hindrance was removed 
the foundation stone of the mosque was laid, and by the grace of Allah the Almighty, through labor and other construction work, a mosque was built here, and the opponents tried their utmost to stop it. They spoke to the mayor, but the mayor denied their request and said that I grant them permission. Rather, even when the mosque was being inaugurated, the mayor himself came and said that even in spite of ill health, I have come here because I am aware that the mannerism in which the Jamaat conducts its humanitarian work and just as it imparts religious education and spreads peace, it is their trademark. The missionary of Chad writes that since the mosque of Jamaat Ahmadiyya has been constructed in the capital of Chad, there has been an increase in fierce opposition. A few clerics are making some propaganda against the Jamaat that the Ahmadiyya Jamaat does not believe in the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him. This year in February, the Chad Jamaat was enabled to hold its first Jalsa Salana, upon which the clerics prohibited the people of the area from going to the Jalsa Salana of the Jamaat. Allah the Almighty frustrated their plan and the people of the surrounding area participated in the Jalsa. From amongst these participants of the Jalsa, there was one person by the name Abdullah. Whilst expressing his sentiments on the occasion of the Jalsa, he said that we Muslims held some apprehension against the Ahmadiyya Jamaat. The scholars say many things against the Jamaat. However, after having listened to your speeches, I have realized that the extent to which you love the Holy Prophet, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, even we Muslims do not express it to that degree. Then there has been an increase in the mission houses and centers of the Bleak. By the grace of God Almighty, there has been an increase by 124 mission houses and they are located in the various countries of the world, including Africa, Europe, Kyrgyzstan and Australia, etc. Then there is the report of the Rukim Press. By the grace of Allah the Almighty, they have published many books this year, especially the Holy Quran, Nazra, and the Urdu split translation of the Holy Quran by Hazrat Mir Muhammad Isaak Sahib. And by the grace of Allah, its printing and binding, etc., is of a high quality. It is also here on display, and it has been given to us at a very affordable price. According to the report of Vakalate Tasneef UK, the Iranian translation of the Holy Quran has been published this year. Up till now, the Holy Quran has been translated into 76 languages. The Albanian translation of the Holy Quran is also ready for publication and the Danish translation of the Holy Quran has been sent to the press for publication. Likewise, five books of the Promised Messiah, peace be upon him, have been translated into English and likewise, there are many other books that are being translated.
all these printed books are available at the bookstall and by the grace of Allah the Almighty their printing is very beautiful and their binding has been done very elegantly they are also low of cost and offered at a reasonable price then there is a report of Nazareth-e-Shat Qadian in the split word translation of the Holy Quran. It has been set in the format of 15 lines per page wherein the verse finishes at the end of each page. With regards to the translation of Mir Saak Sahib, they have done a lot of work and they have used the Khate Manzur font. Apart from this, they have also published the Kunde Malayalam and Gujarati translations and also the Marathi translation of Hazrat Mulvi Sherali Sahib's translation of the Holy Quran. They have also done a lot of work. People appreciate the translations of the Holy Quran. Non-Muslims also take them. A missionary from Mali writes that in the trade and cultural festival of Sikasso City, we were enabled to put up a bookstall with regards to the Holy Quran and the literature of the Jamaat. One non-Ahmadi police officer visited the stall of the Jamaat and he was so impressed by the French translation of the Holy Quran that he purchased 10 copies and said that in order to understand the Holy Quran, this is the best French translation. I have purchased these 10 copies of the Holy Quran so that I can place them in the local mosques around the area so that many people can derive benefit from them. By the grace of Allah the Almighty, all the books of the Prophet Messiah, peace be upon him, have been translated and published in Arabic. In this manner, Twelve books had been published before and now the set has been completed. The books of the Promised Messiah, peace be upon him, have also been published in the German language. Eighty-two books have been translated. This year they have also published ten books. Various books of the Promised Messiah, peace be upon him, and some literature of the Jamaat have been published into the different languages of India, including Telugu, Bangla, Tamil, etc. The books of the Promised Messiah, peace be upon him, that have been translated into various languages are as follows 20 books in the Bangla language, 10 in German, 10 in Indonesian, 7 in English, 4 in Telugu, 3 each in Arabic, Urdu, Persian, and Tamil, 2 each in French, Turkish, and Luganda, and 1 each in Portuguese and Creole have been published. With regards to the reviews of the books of the Promised Messiah, peace be upon him, and how they serve as a means of acquiring bets, Amir Sahib Belgium writes that there is one Belgian professor who was enabled to enter into the fold of Islam in March. Renaud Quitbag Sahib.
He has done a PhD in philosophy. The background to his conversion is this, that he was previously a Christian. However, he did not believe that Jesus was God. Then he began to search for a living God. He would also visit the Bethel Mujib Mosque. And then he also had a very detailed discussion with the missionary in charge. He would also remain very ill. He began to search for God and in this regards he was provided with the books of the Promised Messiah, peace be upon him. And once he also listened to my Friday sermon, rather he would regularly listen to them. He listened to the Friday sermon on the 6th of March wherein in light of the writings of the Promised Messiah, peace be upon him, the excellencies of the Holy Quran that I mentioned, he listened to them and said that thereafter he gradually began developing belief in God Almighty and he would engage in the remembrance of Allah whilst reciting the name of God Almighty. For a few days he took leave and went to Holland so that in his search for God he could remain in a secluded area and research about the existence of God through which he developed faith in God Almighty and now he has taken the Pledge of Allegiance and entered into the fold of Ahmadiyyat. According to the report of Vakalte Ishad publications, the reports received from 105 countries are as follows. During the year, 448 books, pamphlets and folders, etc. were published in the quantity of 5.89 million copies in 47 languages. The literature that was published in 47 languages, their details are as follows. Across the globe, under the Jamaat and the auxiliary organizations, one hundred and twenty four periodicals and magazines based upon educational and informative articles were published in twenty six languages. Those periodicals and magazines that were published in twenty six languages they also comprise of a long list. There are different languages, including those languages that are spoken in Africa and also Europe. According to the report of Vakalte Shah Tarsil, over 166,000 books have been dispatched to 45 countries in 24 languages. In various countries, 4,800 books and folders covering different topics were freely distributed in a quantity exceeding 9,956,000. Through this, the message of Islam reached over 1,590,000 individuals worldwide. Through exhibitions, bookstores and book fairs, a lot of good work is being carried out by the grace of Allah the Almighty. According to the current reports, 9,166 exhibitions were held and the message of Ahmadiyyat reached over 420,000 through this. Over 1,774 translations of the Holy Quran were gifted to various guests. Through 8,566 bookstores and book fairs, the message of Ahmadiyyat was relayed to over 1,724,000 people. There are also some narrations in regards to the exhibitions. 
students from one university came to our exhibition in the Czech Republic. One student wrote that we students would like to thank you from the depths of our heart that this program of yours served as a means to grow closer to God. One woman wrote that I am very happy that I took part in this exhibition. I grasped a lot of very good and new information. The prejudices that I held within my mind before this were removed through this exhibition and now an absolutely new and beautiful picture of Islam has transpired in front of me. After having seen the exhibition, one real estate agent expressed their sentiments and wrote that through this exhibition, my knowledge has increased a great deal and I have come to know of many new things about Islam and the Holy Quran. My mind has opened and has accepted these things. Today, the Ahmadiyya Muslim community has opened my eyes. There were many things that I had heard from before which have been proven incorrect today. Where I considered Islam as being synonymous to a negative religion, today through this exhibition, I now only hold positive sentiments with regards to Islam. Whilst visiting the exhibition, a young student said, I have been in search of God for quite some time. I am seeking the true religion. However, I would only see dissension and discord amongst the Muslims. Today, by participating in the exhibition of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community, all my doubts have been removed and I feel at peace with the community. Therefore, if I ever were to become a Muslim, I would become an Ahmadi Muslim. There are also the sentiments of those who visit our book fairs and bookstalls. There is a sentiment of a person from the Dhimaji district in Assam. The number of Muslims in this district is very low. On the occasion of the bookstall in this area, the representatives of the Jamaat met with highly educated Muslims. In the book fair, our stall was the only store set up by Muslims and it was through this store that there was a lot of publicity in the newspapers. Hence, the chief judge of this area, Murtaza Chaudhary Sahib himself, came to our stall. He was extremely happy to see the Jamaat's representation of Islam in the book fairs. He also invited all those who were serving on duty to his home. He arranged a special gathering for the Jamaat representatives during which he constantly expressed that there were very few Muslims in the area and that we had done well and it was important that we represented Islam. He bought books from our stall for his daughter and he is also doing research on the internet. Similarly, there are others in Assam, India who are doing research and are being impacted by the bookstalls. Abdul Subu Noman Sahib from Spain says, Often on Sundays in Madrid, we get the opportunity to set up a tablik stall at the same place where the late Maulana Karam Ilahi Zafar Sahib used to. An Algerian professor visited the stall and he was given the book 
along with other literature of the community, he said that he had already read this book three times and that he, along with six members of his family, had already pledged allegiance in Algeria. The report regarding libraries around the world is as follows. To date, there have been more than 620 regional and central libraries established in 104 countries, for which books have been sent from London and Qadian. The report of Vakalat Tamilo Tanfiz is as follows. The efforts to translate the Promised Messiah, peace be upon him's books, into Hindi are ongoing. Out of a total of 88 books, 78 have been published with the Hindu translation, while the remaining are ready. Similarly, I have also read out the report of Nazarat Ishad. Guests also visit, and they are given an introduction to Islam. They are doing good work by the grace of Allah the Almighty. Under the Arabic desk, up until the past year, the Arabic translations of 178 books and pamphlets have been published. The Arabic translation of the complete 10-volume set of Malfuzat is being handed over to the printing press. After Malfuzat is published, the total number of Arabic volumes and books will reach 188. 34 books of Hazrat Muslimod, may Allah be pleased with him, have been translated into Arabic, foremost of which is the 10-volume set of Tafsir Kabir. Aside from this, some books from Anwarul Uloom and various other books have been translated into Arabic and are being prepared. Some impressions of Arabs have also been written. One woman says, my name is Umme Islam and my connection to the community was established through MTA Al-Arabiya. She has not pledged allegiance yet. She wrote a letter to me in which she writes, this is my first letter to you. She says, I have attained certainty through prayer about the truthfulness of the promised Messiah, peace be upon him. After praying, I saw in a dream that there is an imam who is holding a paper in his hands and he is reading something from it. After this one day, I was flipping through channels on the TV when I saw the same imam from my dream on one of the channels and it was the fourth caliph. May Allah have mercy upon him. She says, please accept my greeting of peace and pray for my reformation. Similarly, there are many other incidents of the Arabs.
they have written various incidents about the acceptance of prayers and how they received bounties and were blessed by Allah the Almighty after accepting Ahmadiyyat and how they proved to be a means of strengthening their faith. There is the Russian desk. The Russian translation of the Holy Quran has been reviewed and is now in the final stages of proofreading. From the books of the Promised Messiah, peace be upon him, the reality of Khilafah and blessings of prayer have been translated into Russian and they are now being reviewed and proofread. Similarly, the philosophy of divine revelation is also being translated. Half of the narrative of two martyrdoms has been translated. The translation of all the volumes of Malfuzat has now been completed and are under review. Sirat Akdas Masih by Hazrat Muslim Maud, may Allah be pleased with him, has been translated and is being reviewed. The translation of Rahmatullil Alameen, Dunya Ka Mohsin, also by Hazrat Muslim Maud, may Allah be pleased with him, is complete. Then there are some small books of mine which they have translated. Our God by Hazrat Mirza Bashir Ahmed Sahib, may Allah be pleased with him, and Hayat Tayyibah by Sheikh Sodagarmal have also been translated. Similarly, there are many other books which they have translated, and many translations have been added to the Russian website. They say that over the course of the year, 11,200 people visited the website. Then, there is the Rahiwada channel on YouTube, which is swiftly making its mark among the Uzbek people. Up until now, there have been 115 videos uploaded to this channel, which have 71,000 views. They also have several hundred subscribers. There's also a Kyrgyz website that has been visited 198,715 times, while the page visits are over 432,000. There is also the Bangladesh, which by the grace of Allah the Almighty is doing tabligh work, making programs for MTA, translating literature, and they have also translated the Holy Quran. They have conducted 52 hours of live programming on MTA. They have translated the British government and jihad and a review of the debate between Batalvi and Chakralvi by the promised Messiah, peace be upon him. They have also translated 10 proofs for the existence of God by Hazrat Muslim, may Allah be pleased with him. Similarly, they are translating other books as well. They just need to work a little faster. Otherwise, they are slowly making progress. Then there is the French desk, which has translated Tohfa Baghdad, Siratul Abdal, Ahmadi or Ghair Ahmadi, Mefarq, the Qaeda, and some others. Well, there are some books which are being reviewed. Aside from this, they also translate the sermons. They also conduct various programs on social media. 
through which they are introducing Islam Ahmadiyya to the world. There's a Turkish desk, the narrative of two martyrdoms, Ahmadiyya or Ghair Ahmadiyya Mafarak, Dafi'ul Bala, Hakani Takrir, Bar Waqia, Wafate Bashir have been translated into Turkish. They have also presented various programs on MTA. These programs on MTA include topics such as the Islamic Caliphate, the Ahmadiyya Caliphate, the finality of prophethood, among others. There is the Chinese desk, which by the grace of Allah the Almighty is also doing translation work. They have completed the Chinese translation and published Women in Islam by Jodri Zafrullah Khan Sahib. Similarly, Jesus in India is being translated as well as Introduction to the Study of the Holy Quran. They are also working on Murder in the Name of Allah along with various other books. There is also the Swahili Desk which regularly has programs on MTA. They are also working on the translations of various books. There is the Indonesian Desk which has various programs and are translating various books. They are also translating the books of the Promised Messiah, peace be upon him, and they also regularly translate the Friday sermons. There is a Spanish desk which is also doing work by the grace of Allah the Almighty. They have also translated many books into Spanish. They have translated Izaloham, Dafiul Bala, The Need for the Imam, Divine Manifestations, Hujjatul Islam, along with various books of Hazrat Muslim, may Allah be pleased with him, which have also been published. They also translate the Friday sermons. The Persian desk has also been established under which 22 books of the Promised Messiah, peace be upon him, have been translated into Persian. During the year, the report of the scheme to distribute leaflets and flyers is as follows. Collectively, in 107 countries, 11,714,000 leaflets were distributed, as a result of which the message was conveyed to more than 18,091,000 people. This included Germany, UK, Holland, Austria, Denmark, Switzerland, Norway, Sweden, Portugal, France, Spain, Belgium, Malta, Finland, Czech Republic, Hungary and Poland, among others. The following are the countries from the American bloc. Canada was first, then USA, Trinidad, Mexico, Haiti, Guatemala, Dominican Republic, Argentina, Uruguay, Honduras, Belize, Paraguay, Jamaica, Guyana and Bolivia. Of the Far East countries, there is Australia, Fiji, New Zealand, Marshall Islands and Micronesia. Then from the African countries, Burkina Faso, Benin, Tanzania, Cameroon, Madagascar, Kenya, Chad, Zambia, Nigeria, Republic of the Congo, Congo Kinshasa, Niger, Mauritius, 
Ghana, the Gambia, Sierra Leone, Mali, Zimbabwe, Togo, Liberia, Burundi, Equatorial Guinea, Uganda, and Guinea Conakry. Aside from this, literature numbering more than 3 million was distributed in India. Thousands of leaflets were also distributed in Japan, Bangladesh, Indonesia, Bhutan, Nepal, and the Philippines. A local missionary from Nigeria writes, We went from home to home in the vicinity of the Dosa Jamaat in order to propagate the message. We distributed pamphlets and after reading one of them, a person visited our mosque next Friday. He says that coincidentally on this day, I was delivering a lecture on the opposition faced by the community and the advent of the promised Messiah. He says that day after the Friday prayer answered his various questions. Upon this he said, I am not ready to accept all of this so quickly. I told him that he should observe the community for two to three years and study. As he was leaving, I gave him a book to read titled Ahmadiyyat and the Qadiani Beliefs. The local missionary says, That night, I pray to Allah the Almighty from the depths of my heart that he guide this brother so that he may become a means of propagation for others. He says, amazingly, he returned the very next day and expressed his desire to join the community. I asked him what led him to decide that he wanted to accept Ahmadiyyat so quickly. He replied, it was Allah the Almighty, and reading the book also helped me. Thus he pledged allegiance and joined the fold of Ahmadiyyat. Within one month, he became an active member of the community, and he is studying many books of the community as well. Another youngster has also accepted Ahmadiyyat through his efforts. There is an incident from the UK of a Jewish professor accepting Ahmadiyyat as a result of leafleting. Rafiuddin Sahib, who submitted the report, says, I went to Cambridge for leafleting. Before leafleting, I wrote for prayers. He's writing to me. He says the weather was rainy and I stood outside a shopping center to distribute flyers. I stood there for quite some time, but no one expressed any interest in taking a leaflet. After some time, a person named Sweeney came up to me and said, I have been watching you for a while, standing in the rain and cold, trying to give people something, despite the fact that people don't seem interested in taking it. I told him that I am spreading the message of Islam and introduced the community to him. Upon this, he said, I wish to learn about you. And so he took my contact details. Sometime later, in a meeting with him, I came to learn that he was Jewish and that he is a senior lecturer in economics. He had worked for a long time in Islamic finance. He was given answers to his questions and we kept in contact. I later also introduced him to some missionaries. Since he had worked for a long time in Islamic finance, he had already developed an interest in Islam. He was given the philosophy of the teachings of Islam along with other books to read. He was told that if he prayed to Allah the Almighty with a sincere heart, then Allah the Almighty would certainly direct him towards the truth. 
he also started listening to the live Friday sermons and he started writing letters to me and he prayed as well. He even saw some dreams. He saw in a dream that there was warfare in every direction. There were bombs and a shower of bullets. There was a battle of life and death. He says, During all of this, I am told that I should go near the person who gave me the message of Islam Ahmadiyyat and to follow him wherever he went. Seeing this dream made me content. And after a year of research, he pledged allegiance. He is well established even to this day. He faced much opposition after pledging allegiance from his family who have cut ties with him. He used to lecture at universities. However, those universities have terminated their contracts with him. He also fell ill with cancer which spread. He endured many trials. However, by the grace of Allah the Almighty, he always expressed gratitude. He continued to fulfill his passion for propagating the message and remained steadfast upon Ahmadiyyat. The Review of Religions, this is a magazine initiated by the Promised Messiah, peace be upon him. Its first edition was published in 1902. By the grace of Allah the Almighty, this magazine has existed for 121 years. It is now being published in English, German, French and Spanish. This year, more than 200,100 copies were printed. By the grace of Allah the Almighty, international publication bodies and senior media directors recognize the Review of Religions as a reputable publication. The Professional Publishing Association UK is a national organization which reviews the representation of publishers at a national scale and works alongside the British government and other organizations. It has included the Review of Religions in its various national committees and panels. The Review of Religions has been selected as a judge for national awards, which select the nation's best writers and editors. In this way, by the grace of Allah the Almighty, it is receiving a lot of exposure in the world, alongside members of the Jamaat who read it as well. Then there is Al-Fazl International, which was launched here in 1994 on a weekly basis. Then in 2019, I made it two issues a week. By the grace of Allah the Almighty, it has become a daily newspaper and a children's al-fazl is also published every first and third Sunday of the month. Including the special editions, 149 issues have been published. Restrictions have been placed on the al-fazl website in Pakistan. Nevertheless, by the grace of Allah, the message reached over 
7,260,000 people via the website, Twitter and Facebook. Al-Hakam is a weekly newspaper. This is available both online and in publishing and is found in several libraries. This is also increasing in its publication by the grace of Allah the Almighty. Then there is the International Translation and Research Office. The work that has been conducted under this department is as follows. The English translation of the commentary of Sahih al-Bukhari by Hazrat Sayyid Zainul Abidin Walula Shah Sahib and the English translation of Fikul Masih has been completed. The English translation of the first volume of Majmua Ishtaharat has been completed. Hamamatul Bushra is also being translated. Qawlus Sari is being translated. The English to Arabic translation of the five volume commentary is being checked and proofread. Likewise, a compilation of my sermons on the Badri companions and rightly guided caliphs is being prepared and translated. Similarly, they are translating many other books. That there is Baksanin Tasavir, which is also doing a lot of good work by the grace of Allah the Almighty. They now have over 133,000 photos in their records. Their website has had 800 images added to it, and it is also present on social media. Then there is the Tahrik e by the grace of Allah the Almighty, the total number of Vakfine no is 80,600, among whom are 47,222 boys and 33,378 girls. This year, the initial approval sent to parents upon their new requests totaled 3,688, and the ones which have been finalized totaled 2,600. The number of Wakfinino over the age of 15 is more than 39,000, among whom are 24,000 boys and 14,000 girls. There are 35,000 Wakfinino in Pakistan, then the next highest in Germany, the UK, India, and Canada, etc. In terms of the Wakfinino in the African nations, Ghana is at the top of the list where there are 1,780, among whom are 959 boys and 821 girls. Likewise, there are those Wakfineno who are studying at university and at college, whilst others are in work, and some are rendering services to the community after having entered their professional life. Then there is the Ahmadiyya Archive and Research Centre, which has been entrusted to the task of preserving the blessed belongings of the Promised Messiah, peace be upon him, and the Caliphs. In relation to Hazrat Khalifa al-Masih I, may Allah be pleased with him, royal writings from Jammu during the era of the Dogra dynasty have been preserved. A lot of old images and literature of Hazrat Muslim Oud, may Allah be pleased with him, have been procured from old newspapers and preserved. Researchers from different universities have been introduced to the archives and facilitated in researching about the community. 
Likewise, they are also undertaking other work. Then there is the central IT department. This too is doing a lot of good work. They have now established the Ghulam Qadir Shaheed IT lab in Africa, namely in Ghana and Nigeria. Similarly, they are also guiding a number of departments. And so, by the grace of Allah the Almighty, they are carrying out very good work. There is the Press and Media Office, which is now doing some very good work by the grace of Allah the Almighty. It has connections with different TV and radio channels and news about the communities published and aired on these channels. They visited several schools and universities throughout the year and through these their staff were able to give lectures about Islam. They also continue to guide the media teams in different countries. Then there is the Al-Islam website. The new computerized editions of Malfuzad and tafsir kabir have been added to the website. The khat manzoor font has been added to the online Quran and mobile apps. The English and Urdu split word translations have been added to the online Quran. Sahih al-Bukhari and the Arabic translation of tafsir kabir have been added. With each verse of the Quran, video links to the relevant Tajmatul Quran classes have been included. The Myanmar translation of the Holy Quran has been added as well. Tafsir Sagheer, the short commentary and the five-volume commentary have been added to the mobile app. The Lane lexicon and split word translation have been added to the Open Quran search engine. 58 new English translations of books, including Brahim Ahmadiyya, have been published on Apple, Google and Amazon. Up until now, 150 books have been published. A total of 356 English books and 1,000 Urdu books are available on the website. The audio and video of my Friday sermons are also available in 20 languages. Speeches, books and press releases are also available. MT International is doing excellent work. It has a majority of volunteers, aside from perhaps one staff member on the management board who is a missionary. MT International has a total of 16 departments. 506 individuals are working there. 279 men and 154 women are volunteering whereas 79 individuals are on the official payroll of the Jamaat and receiving allowances. By the grace of Allah the Almighty, eight MTA channels are broadcasting 24 hours a day for different areas across the world. On these channels, translations in 23 different languages are currently being broadcasted. These include English, Arabic, French, German, Bangla, Swahili, African English, Indonesian, Turkish, Bulgarian, Spanish, Bosnian, Dutch, Japanese, Malayalam, Tamil, Russian, Pashto, Persian, Sindhi, Twi, Yoruba and Hausa. During the year, two MTA channels, MTA 6 Asia and MTA 7 Asia commenced their streaming service. These channels are now available across the world online and 24 hours a day. 
On MTA6 Asia, programs for Far Eastern countries such as Indonesia, Japan, Australia, New Zealand and for Russian countries. On MTA7, however, programs are being broadcasted for Pakistan, India, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka and Nepal in their local languages. During the year, two new MTA studios were opened in Nigeria and Sierra Leone. Additionally, as a result of the newest facilities in Indonesia, a new three-story studio has come into operation. Programs of a high standard are being produced there in Indonesian. Test transmissions were being conducted on Sky to broadcast MTA in high definition in the UK and Europe. Now the HD broadcast has officially commenced. In Africa, there is a training program for external broadcasters. Since the previous year, upon the request of various media outlets, organizations and broadcasters in Africa, MTA is providing them with training. This continues throughout the year. In addition to this, there are various other organizations that send their staff to our studio. Through this training, MTA has acquired a special status among the media organizations and broadcasters in Africa. MTA programs are being broadcasted on the national channels in various African countries. Through these, light is being shed on the teachings of Islam and the worldwide service of the Jamaat. During the year, on various local TV channels, in the Gambia, the message of Islam Ahmadiyyat was presented through 15,337 programs extending over a period of 78,000 hours. MTA Africa is operating in various languages and the number of its branches has now reached 12 as well. These branches are in Ghana, the Gambia, Mali, Ivory Coast, Kenya, Tanzania, Uganda, Mayotte Islands, Rwanda, Nigeria, Benin, Sierra Leone and Mauritius. In some of these places, new studios are being established as well and excellent work is being conducted by the grace of Allah the Almighty. Bats take place through MTA as well. Amir Saif France writes, that in Strasbourg, a local French man accepted Islam. He found out about the Ahmadiyya Jamaat through a French program being streamed by MTA on YouTube. For 10 years, this gentleman remained in doubt over the concept of the Muslims in relation to Jesus being alive. Hence, as soon as he found out about the MTA channel, his heart accepted the truth. After taking the bath, he started preaching in his circle and through his tabligh, his wife and his elder son accepted Ahmadiyyad in November 2022 as well. Diga Suleiman Sahib from a far-off village in Cameroon says that I regularly watch MTL Arabia through cable. I am a teacher in secondary school. Last year I watched the entire Jalsa in the UK through MTA. I rejoice greatly at hearing the remarks of the non-Muslim guests in relation to the Jamaat on the second day of the Jalsa. In other words, that the Ahmadiyya Jamaat is presenting the true teachings of Islam across the world. The third day proved to be even more interesting for me as I saw that the Imam of the Ahmadiyya Jamaat is taking bath from his followers and that people from the entire world are participating. This scene reminded me that the Holy Prophet, peace and blessed Allah be upon him, was also instructed to take bath and he would take bath from those that entered Islam. As such, I immediately went to the cable office and acquired the Jamaat contact details, which were of a Muallim, Abu Bakr Sahib. In this way, I got in touch with the Jamaat and received further information. As my heart became satisfied, Allah the Almighty enabled me to enter the Jamaat along with my family. 
this year a friend of French origin, Salim Saheb, came to know of the mosque in Strasbourg. He sought the views of his friends who told him that these people were not Muslims and that he should avoid them. The aforementioned individual watched the program on MTA, which had a great impact on him. As such, he was curious and did not listen to his friends. He said that although people stopped him, he started attending the Friday prayers in our mosque. He was then being preached to and had question-answer sessions. He agreed with the teachings of the Jamaat and did bath. After accepting Ahmadiyyad, he mentioned that he had accepted Islam 17 years ago from Christianity. He said that he agreed with all the teachings of Islam but had some reservations regarding the concept of Jesus being alive. He posed questions regarding this to every Muslim sect, but none of them provided him with a satisfactory answer. Owing to this concept, he would remain perturbed. However, he eventually found the response to this from the Ahmadiyya community when he watched a program on MTA about the death of Jesus, peace be upon him, and came to the mosque and asked his questions. He felt content that this was indeed the true things of Islam, and thereafter he did the bad by the grace of Allah the Almighty. There are a total of 25 radio stations of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community. There are 15 in Mali. There are also stations in Burkina Faso, Sierra Leone, Tanzania, the Gambia, Congo, Kinshasa. And through these various radio stations, hundreds of thousands of people around the world are able to hear the message of Islam and Ahmadiyya by the grace of Allah the Almighty. Three radio stations have been established in Germany. The Arab radio station is called Al Ahmadiyya Sotul Islam. The Turkish radio station is called Sadai Islam Ahmadiyyat. And the German radio station is called Voice of Islam. In the past year, 778 hours worth of programs were aired on all three radio stations. The Voice of Islam radio station in the UK was the first radio station to be established amongst the European countries. In the past year, its reach has now further expanded to a further three cities, Cardiff, Leeds and Coventry. In this way, the radio broadcast can be listened to in nine cities. Previously, it was being broadcasted to London, Bradford, Edinburgh, Londonderry, Manchester and Glasgow. According to the UK-based regulator Ofcom, it reaches 5.8 million households and approximately 15 million people. The Voice of Islam radio station is becoming very popular by the grace of Allah the Almighty and people are learning about the teachings of Islam through this. By the grace of Allah the Almighty, baths have also been acquired through the Ahmadiyya radio stations in Africa and in other places as well. Through this, there has been a noticeable change amongst the Ahmadis as well. For example, a missionary from the Central African Republic writes, One day, one of our missionaries presented a program on the topic of fulfilling the rights of Allah's creation and also spoke about the rights between the husband and wife. 
A Christian family was listening to this program and after some time, this family phoned the missionary and said that after he had explained the rights between a husband and wife in light of the Islamic teachings, now they no longer quarrel or have any disputes at home. They mentioned that prior to this, their home was like hell for them. They also mentioned that they now regularly listen to our radio program and thank the Ahmadiyya Muslim community for establishing peace and harmony between them. Thus, these radio stations are not only having an impact on Ahmadis, but the non-Ahmadis are also deriving benefit from these. The Ahmadis should reflect that they also need to derive benefit from these and make the atmosphere in their homes like paradise. According to the reports received from 67 countries, there are a total of 2,900 newspapers and magazines which published 1,494 articles and reports related to the Jamaat. The total readership of these periodicals is 225.7068 million. Apart from the 24-hour continuous broadcast of MTA International, there are 70 countries where the Jamaat has had the opportunity to convey the peaceful message of Islam on various TV and radio stations. This year, there was a total of 2,848 hours of broadcast through 2,266 TV programs. Similarly, there was airtime given on various radio stations as well. The International Association of Ahmadiyya Architects is also doing great work by the grace of Allah the Almighty. There is work being done under the Central Department of AMJ as well, and the architects travel to various countries and draw the plans for the construction of Jamaat buildings and also give guidance in this regard. Then there is a central legal department, which provides legal advice, is also doing good work by the grace of Allah the Almighty. Under the Nusra Jahan scheme, there are 37 hospitals and clinics operating in 13 countries of Africa, 42 central doctors, 37 local doctors and 8 visiting doctors are serving in them. In the past year, more than 500,000 patients were treated. Currently, a clinic in Kakata, Liberia is under construction. In Africa, the Jamaat has a total of 616 primary and middle schools across 12 countries and 80 secondary schools across 10 countries, and 18 central teachers are serving in them. A Nusra Jahan board was established here in the UK as well, which is made up of various members. They are also playing a great role in making programs for hospitals and schools, etc. Through our various hospitals, free eye operations were done for people in need. Up till now, through this program, free operations were conducted for more than 20,000 people. A total of 776 free medical camps were set up in 37 countries and more than 202,000 people were provided with free medication. This included many countries of Africa. Through blood donations, blood is provided to the needy for free. Humanity First is also serving people. Humanity First is now registered in 64 countries. 
they do not only serve in disaster relief projects but now have established hospitals etc which operate on a regular basis through charity walks they raise funds they also establish contacts with those who are in prison and inquire about their welfare A total of 14,586 prisoners have been contacted and their needs have been fulfilled. 21 prisoners across 11 countries had the opportunity to enter the fold of Ahmadiyyad. In this way, contacts are being established with them and the teachings of Islam are being conveyed to them. The report regarding re-establishing contact with those who had newly converted to Ahmadiyyat is as follows. Cameroon has re-established contact with 12,437 new converts, Senegal with 8,760 new converts, Niger with 5,074 new converts, Congo Kinshasa with 2,900 new converts, Burkina Faso with 2,300, Benin with 2,200, Tanzania throughout the year has contacted 1,900 new converts, Similarly, Ivory Coast, Nigeria, Sierra Leone, Kenya, Guinea-Bissau, Madagascar, the Republic of the Congo, Guinea-Conakry, Liberia, Ghana, Uganda, the Gambia have re-established in contact with new converts. In Asia, contact has been re-established with new converts in Bangladesh, India, Indonesia and Malaysia. In the UK, contact has been re-established with 161 new converts and by the grace of Allah the Almighty, they have been streamlined in the Nizam Jamaat once again. Religious classes for training and refresher courses have been held for the new converts. According to the report of 91 countries, in the past year, 41,177 religious and educational classes and refresher courses were held in which more than 110,000 members participated and 1,246 imams were given training. This year, by the grace of Allah the Almighty, the fruits bestowed upon the Jamaat in the form of new conversions is 217,168. This is an increase of 40,332 from the previous year. Those who have newly entered the community are from more than 430 nations across 114 countries. Nigeria has the most number of baths, 41,000, followed by Guinea-Conakry, the Republic of the Congo, Guinea-Bissau, Cameroon, Senegal, Tanzania, Liberia, Congo-Kinshasa, Sierra Leone, Togo, the Gambia and Ghana.
The bats are also from Burkina Faso, Mali, Niger, Benin, Ivory Coast, Central African Republic, Rwanda, Chad, Kenya, Uganda, Burundi, Zimbabwe, Sao Tome, and Madagascar. There were also bats from other African countries, Malawi, Zambia, Somalia, Algeria, Equatorial Guinea, Ethiopia, Mauritius, Egypt, Gabon, Lesotho, Mauritiana, South Africa, Swaziland, Morocco, Comoro Island, Reunion Island, Cape Verde Island. Bats were also acquired in Indonesia, India, Bangladesh, Philippines, Malaysia, Nepal, Kyrgyzstan, Turkey, Kazakhstan, Cambodia, Sri Lanka, Kababir, Thailand, Bhutan, China, Japan, Russia, and Myanmar. There were also around 153 bats from the UK, then also from Germany, Switzerland, France, Spain, Norway, Belgium, Ireland, Albania, Austria, Azerbaijan, Bulgaria, Denmark, Finland, Greece, Italy, Kosovo, Holland, Portugal, Slovenia. In North America, 88 bats were acquired in Canada throughout the year. Also from Haiti, USA, Dominican Republic, Belize, Jamaica, Honduras, Guatemala, Trinidad and Tobago, Mexico and Cayman Island, there were bats. In the South American bloc, there were bats from Paraguay, Guyana, Bolivia, French Guyana, Peru, Panama, Brazil, Argentina, Colombia, Suriname, Venezuela, Fiji, Australia, New Zealand, Marshall Island, Micronesia, and Guam. Allah the Almighty has granted bats in almost every country of the world. Inshallah, tomorrow at the International Bat Ceremony, more details will be mentioned. There are many accounts in relation to this and it is difficult to mention them all. Amir Sahib Tanzania writes, Abdullah Sahib came to our mosque from a village in the Dodoma region and expressed his desire to learn more about the Jamaat. He mentioned that he had previously walked by the mosque but did not get the chance to come inside. A thought entered his heart that he ought to go inside the mosque and the missionary and the muallim inside the mosque gave him a detailed introduction of the Jamaat beliefs and answered his questions. Thereafter, he visited the mosque frequently and received answers to the allegations that had been raised against the Jamaat from his scholars. When he was completely satisfied that the Jamaat is truthful, he did the bath and entered the Jamaat and also began to preach in his local area. Prior to his bath, the non-Ahmadi Muslims were constructing a mosque in the area. Abdullah Sahib had been collecting donations for this and the people of this area were well aware of his piety and ability. Abdullah Sahib invited one of our missionaries to do tabligh in his area and gathered the people together. A non-Ahmadi scholar was also present amongst those people who had gathered. During the course of the sitting, the non-Ahmadi scholar mentioned that he had no answer to what the Ahmadis were saying 
and that everyone had the choice to make their own decision. 39 members who were present there at the time did the bath and entered the Jamaat. The clerics there have at least this much honesty that they express whatever is the truth. They are not like the clerics in Pakistan. Similarly, there are countless accounts in relation to baths from Micronesia, the Republic of the Congo and various other places, and it is not possible to mention them all. There were also baths from the Pygmies in the Republic of the Congo. The Mualim there writes, We went to the Pygmies village called Obanda to do tabligh. However, the locals did not cooperate with us. We only managed to preach to one lady and then went on to another village. After a few days later, a young boy from one of the Jamaats, which had been established since a long time and belonged to the Pygmies, he said, we have come to hear that you went to visit some of our other family members, but they did not show any cooperation. Therefore, we have come to apologize on their behalf. We have explained to them that when the missionaries of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community come to you, then you must attentively listen to them because it is only Ahmadis who listen to us and understand our difficulties. The love and kindness they have shown us, we have not found from anyone. Thus, when we went there a second time, the entire village gathered together. After preaching to them and a question and answer session, 23 people pledged allegiance and entered the fold of the Jamaat. These people then took us to preach the message to their other familiar villages. Now, by the grace of Allah, 462 people have pledged allegiance in 27 different villages. Allah the Almighty also guides people through dreams. Even with regard to this, there are countless incidents which are difficult to mention all of them. The missionary from Mali has written an incident from the Sikasa region. A man by the name Abu Bakr Sahib came to the mission house and pledged allegiance. He said that he would listen to the radio Ahmadiyya, but his heart would never incline to pledging allegiance. He further said, Last night I saw in a dream that a white-colored horse was soaring in the skies. An elderly gentleman wearing beautiful clothes was seated on top of it. He was wearing a turban and a voice was resounding from the sky saying, He is the Imam of the age. Pledge allegiance to him. Following this, he woke up and his heart was content. When he was shown the picture of the Promised Messiah, peace be upon him, he said, This is the exact same elderly gentleman I saw in my dream last night. Hence, he pledged allegiance and entered the fort of the Jamaat. Salman Fani Sahib, who is a local missionary in Congo, Kinshasa, says that a widow by the name Clarice Sahiba lived in Bondo town. Her husband passed away five years earlier. She said that her deceased husband constantly appeared in her dreams and would advise her to accept Islam. Similarly, in her dreams, she would visit an elderly gentleman as well. When she came to the mission house, she saw a picture of me hanging on the wall. When she saw the picture, she said, This is the same gentleman I saw in my dream. Subsequently, she pledged allegiance. A new convert from Liberia, Thomas Sharif Sahib, says, I saw in a dream wherein a person came to me and said, Come with me and meet a prophet. I said to him, My teacher told me that no prophet can appear now. Therefore, leave me alone. He called me three times. After this, I went to him and saw a man with a white cloth like a turban tied on his head. Many years later, I visited a mosque in Sierra Leone where I saw the same elderly gentleman's picture that I saw in the dream. 
I realized that he was the promised Messiah, peace be upon him. Thus, I immediately pledged allegiance and entered the community. Similarly, there are incidents from various countries. Europe, USA and Africa as well. Mayotte Island is a far-off place. After pledging allegiance, a new convert, Harun Sahib said, I have visited many mosques but never felt any contentment. But ever since I started offering prayers with Ahmadis, I feel complete contentment. The aforementioned gentleman mentioned a dream. Previously, he would offer prayers in a Salafi mosque near the Jamaat Center. One day he saw a man wearing white clothes in a dream who said to him, Go and pray in the Ahmadiyya Mosque. The man says that he saw this dream many times. After this, he decided to pray in the Ahmadiyya Mosque, and after being completely content, he pledged allegiance. Then there is a longer incident from a Christian friend from Canada. Similarly, there are incidents from the UK and Russia. At times, when Allah the Almighty wishes to bestow guidance to someone, He also bestows them with the ability to recognize a person's character from their appearance. A missionary from Guinea-Bissau writes that he went to the Sanjing area to propagate the message. Whilst introducing the Jamaat, he used the phone to show the people the pictures of the Promised Messiah, peace be upon him, and the Khulafa. Upon seeing the pictures, a man from the village named Hassan Jialo Sahib stood up and openly announced in front of the people, the people in these pictures cannot be liars. Undoubtedly, they are representatives of God Almighty. My family and I entered the fold of Ahmadiyyad from this moment forth. Similarly, many people pledge allegiance after seeing signs. Allah the Almighty enables people to pledge allegiance due to the propaganda of the opponents. People also pledge allegiance after witnessing the conduct of Ahmadis. For this reason, I always remind everyone to set a good example for others. The missionary in Mexico writes that after pledging allegiance, a new convert told him that just one action of his nephew inclined him to accept Islam Ahmadiyyat. One day, they were both walking on the street. They were going somewhere when they came across someone's wallet on the floor. His nephew, who pledged allegiance a few years earlier, picked up the wallet and took out the person's identity card in order to search for the owner. He said to his nephew, when people usually find a wallet, the first thing they do is take out the money, but you did not. He replied, I am an Ahmadi Muslim, and we do not do such things. This incident left a deep impression upon him. Although the gentleman believed in God, he did not follow any particular religion. After this, he contacted the Jamaat, and after carrying out his own research, he pledged allegiance. Hence, one's conduct has a big effect. The opponents try their best to dissuade people from the Jamaat, yet they always fail. 
There are countless such examples which are difficult to narrate at present. There is an incident from India. There is a village called Raman Mandi where 30 people pledged allegiance and entered the Jamaat. When the clerics from neighboring villages found out, they sent an influential person to the new converts to make them renounce Ahmadiyyat. Hence, that individual began to tell the new converts false things about the Jamaat. The women of that village replied, When we knew nothing about Islam, you considered us to be good Muslims. Now, when someone has come to teach us about the Islamic faith, we are no longer considered Muslims by the clerics. Thus, we are what we are, and now we will remain attached to the Ahmadiyya Jamaat. That person then returned in humiliation and dejection. There are more incidents from many other places as well. A missionary from Mali writes, Abdullah Sahib was able to pledge allegiance. After pledging allegiance, his family and friends tried very hard to turn him against Ahmadiyyat, upon which he resorted to praying a great deal. He says one day he saw in a dream that he and his wife were standing at the shore of a vast ocean of milk. In the dream, he said to his wife that they have received all of this due to the blessings of Ahmadiyyat. After seeing this dream, by the grace of Allah the Almighty, his heart was completely content in knowing that he had made the right decision by pledging allegiance. There is also an incident of pledging allegiance from Argentina. New converts received severe threats and opposition, but they exhibited extraordinary steadfastness and various extraordinary changes also manifested, which impacted others. There are also some sentiments from the families of the martyrs from Burkina Faso. The wife of Musa Agali Shaheed Sahib says, The incident of Mahdi Abad was grave indeed. I witnessed my husband's martyrdom, and it is impossible to express what happened. She was there, and those cruel people killed her husband right in front of her. She says, We left our village without any support or help. We had no idea what the future holds. However, the Jamaat has taken such good care of us that our wounds have healed rather quickly. When we left Mahdi Abad, we were worried about our children's education. But in accordance with the instructions from the Caliph of the time, the Jamaat has taken great care of our children's education and made the necessary arrangements. The Jamaat's efforts to make them beneficial members of society are commendable. Had we stayed there, perhaps we would not have been able to take such good care of our children as the Jamaat is now doing. Then Ibrahim Bidigar's wife says, After the incident on the 11th of January and my husband's martyrdom, it seemed as if all had ended. I felt as if I would not be able to live for much longer. The incident of Mahdi Abad deeply impacted us, but the all-powerful God healed our wounds himself. He supported us and granted strength to our hearts. I was content in knowing that this incident took place according to God's decree and we should not lose resolve. Our Caliph 
and the entire Jamaat took great care of us and gave us the strength to keep on living and increase our resolve. This is a source of great honor for us. Musa Ag Ali Shaheed's second wife Fatima says, I have made an oath with God to tread the same path as my husband. I am prepared for martyrdom. After my husband's martyrdom, I wondered how I will fulfill the needs of my small children. I am thankful to my Lord that He made such amazing arrangements which I could not even have imagined. After coming here to Dori Mahdiabad, my children have become regular in offering prayers. They are able to read the Holy Quran and have memorized certain prayers. Allah the Almighty has bestowed such favors which cannot be expressed in words. There are similar sentiments of many others. Musa Ag's mother says, Upon hearing about the martyrdom of my son, I lost my senses. I felt as if my sorrow would drive me to madness. Then, when the Caliph of the time sent a delegation to us for condolences, and the Emir of Burkina Faso and the Emir of Ghana conveyed the Caliph of the time's message to us with great emotion, I felt my senses being restored. Thereafter, in accordance with the Caliph of the Times instructions, we came here and settled in Muhammadabad Dori, upon which I became perfectly fine. There are many such incidents which, God willing, will be mentioned at a future occasion. There are also incidents about difficulties faced in service to the faith and the subsequent divine help. There are also incidents about the evil end of the enemies and incidents about the acceptance of prayer. There are countless incidents which cannot be shared in this limited amount of time. I will end them here. May Allah the Almighty always continue the blessings which He is showering upon the Ahmadiyya community and may we continue to be of those who benefit from the blessings of Allah the Almighty. May we never do anything that would cause the displeasure of Allah the Almighty. Whilst addressing the opponents, the Promised Messiah, peace be upon him, states, Desist and fear his wrath and know for certain that you have solidified your rebellious ways. Had God been with you, then you would not have needed such extensive lies. Even a single person's prayers from among you would have destroyed me. But not a single one of your prayers reached the heavens. Instead, the result of your prayers is that you continue to be erased day by day. Do you not realize that you continue to decrease and we continue to increase? Had you been truthful at any level, then would the result of your opposition been as such? This is a clear and open challenge from the Promised Messiah, peace be upon him, 
that he was from Allah the Almighty and that God willing the community would continue to increase. May Allah the Almighty always enable us to be part of this community and may we be part of that which Allah the Almighty has decreed. May the peace and bliss of Allah be upon you all.